Hi there, my name is Renee Safier, and I'm here with my music partner, Andy Hill. Hello, folks. We are the producers of Dylan Fest, an eight-hour festival celebrating the music of Bob Dylan, held every May here in Southern California. We'd like to welcome you to the 16th installment of Talkin' Bob Dylan. So today we are going to discuss Dylan-esque songwriting through the lens of both homage and parody. Now, in our opinion, Bob Dylan, because of his unconventional singing style, is probably known to the world more through parody than any other entertainment figure, with the possible exception of Elvis Presley. But we'd like to divide parody into two categories, the ridiculing and the loving. In the first column, we've all suffered through asinine imitations of Dylan's singing, which do more to skewer the entertainer than the subject of their insult. There's none of the genius, none of the humor. But we've discovered a track in which the parodist, like humanity at large, is affected by Dylan's songs and their grander impact, rather than a 10-year-old listener, and he's been able to write a parody really worth talking about. His name is Steve Delamajoria. He lives up in Napa, and his song is called Arms Disguised as Legs. Now, here's our working theory. Steve takes the humor from the basement tapes and combines it with several qualities from the writing on Highway 61, notably Desolation Row. These qualities include a nonsensical abstract lyric, which seems to have meaning and oddly sometimes does. There are also geographical references which both clarify and muddle attempts at rational interpretation. Of course, he'll use proper nouns, people's names, to increase or fabricate the impression of overall plausibility. Renee, I always find that it's it, jokes are funnier when you explain them in this uh, high erudite style. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. They're just going to love this. So, folks, see for yourself how many of these Dylan-esque songwriting techniques you can identify. This is the ingenious Arms Disguised as Legs, written and performed by Steve Delamajoria. I'm disguised as a leg. Um, I was nobody's patriot He had chickens wrapped up in bags His skin was the color of apricots And his vessel was covered with flags Whenever he made an appearance He'd squat in the corner and beg And everyone tried not to notice His arm disguised as a leg They recently ran into problems At the local rotisserie bank Their money was tied up in assets And their cash was all rusty and stank The president called for solutions Before he was brought down a peg When it was discovered his briefcase Was an arm disguised as a leg It was getting too hard to unravel The Argentinian eel 
The odor was getting atrocious And the workers had run out of meals They gathered up all of their money And sent an employee named Meg But their hopes were dashed when she returned With an arm disguised as a leg I was sitting alone at the tailor The customers all had gone home When in walked a goose and a sailor And an invalid wearing a comb Look in the basket, he whispered Inserting a straw in the dregs But all that was ever recovered Were arms disguised as legs Craig was tall and handsome His face, it nearly shone His smile was quite inviting With teeth like polished stone But the photographer from the magazine Was over at the house next door to Craig's Where his neighbor was exhibiting His arms disguised as legs had two crazy daughters who lived inside of chairs he said they were psychotic and lived on pencils in pairs they went out every evening to the intersection where they beg for pictures of pieces of Elvis and an arm disguised as a leg The cake of tin The oracle's moldy biscuits Were bleeding exceedingly thin And back behind the cobwebs Fastened to a system of pegs Were a dozen football players With arms disguised as legs I knew that it would happen When first I saw the queen Selling frozen sandwiches Made of gasoline Some were shaped like ostriches And some like ostrich eggs Some were shaped like leprechauns With arms disguised as legs Look here, I told the soldier As he attempted to inspect Fifty empty boxes Of someone's cool neglect Ah, but he just ignored me As he walked to the powdered kegs And now he has to make his rounds 
with arms disguised as legs. The farmer had a meeting with the animals he kept. Some were making hasty notes while others of them slept. The hens were in the hen house laying scrambled eggs and in the stands were roving bands of arms disguised as legs. Yes, the hens were in the hen house laying scrambled eggs and in the stands were roving bands of arms disguised as legs. Well, there you go. Steve Della Majoria. he wanted me to make sure everybody knew that uh, this recording is serving as the copyright, so we don't, we can only <laughs> do a parody of the song. You actually can't, you know, steal it. So, well, that was something. I love it. I love it, too. A um, couple of my favorite lines Everyone tried not to notice his arm disguised as a leg. <laughs> I can imagine trying to uh, trying. You're sitting there in a group of people, and you're you don't say anything about the arm <laughs> disguised as a leg. I liked one about uh, the two crazy daughters. They lived inside of chairs, which is interesting. And uh, they went out every evening to the intersection where they beg for pictures of pieces of Elvis. <laughs> right. And an arm disguised as a leg. So, well, by the way, do you have any pictures of pieces of Elvis? No, Not but, a picture of Elvis himself, right. but a piece of Elvis. Right. And, uh, by the way, also, do you happen the to piece, have the picture of the piece? <laughs> right, yeah. See, the, these layers of humor. <laughs> and, like, pieces of Elvis, that should be a, a song title. Or a movie. Yeah, there's a, another line that I thought should actually be in a real song, Steve. Fifty empty boxes of someone's cruel neglect. Now, wait a minute. You just said it should be in a real song. Yeah. This well, is a real song. Uh, okay, okay. Point taken. <laughs> yeah. um, now, the one about the farmer had a meeting with the animals he kept. This is the last verse. Right. Some were making hasty notes while others of them slept. The hens were in the hen house laying scrambled eggs, and in the stands were roving bands of arms disguised as legs. Now that's it's horrific. That's scary. And um, now I found one of the challenges of dissecting this song is properly formulating the question you want to ask because of all those turns and those twists. For example. That final ominous verse that you just uh, that you just spoke, describing what is clearly an ill-intended band of marauders. Now the singer wants the listener to see himself as surrounded by some sort of antagonizing entity, but exactly how is it worse, Renee, to discover forensically? I'm guessing that your invaders aren't a band of actual legs, but arms dressed up like legs. Exactly. And our next example of Dylan-esque writing 
is from a band called the Title Trackers. Oh, so this is the part where you're going to speak of yourself in the third person. Is that right? All right, all right. Take <laughs> it easy. Uh, folks, I'm in a band called the Title Trackers. We write and record lost title tracks in the style of the original artist. A title track is a song that bears the same name as the album it's from. Born to Run is a title track. The Times They Are a Change In is a title track. But some iconic albums, like Who's Next or Full Moon Fever, have no title track, and that's where we do the heavy lifting. We close our first album with the song, Blood on the Tracks. Hey, wait a minute. There is no song called Blood on the Tracks. Well, that's because Bob Dylan was too lazy or uninspired to write it, and we had to pick up, you know, that dead weight. So the songs on Lost Title Tracks are both an homage and a loving parody to our rock and roll heroes. Of the 10 songs on the album, Blood on the Tracks, I'll just say from the get-go, is the least parodic. So here's a segment describing the song Blood on the Tracks by the title trackers. And they had to send this little piece to their lawyers to reduce the likelihood of being sued by the powers that be. Okay, I'm quoting here. One of Dylan's favorite song forms is a folk form, which requires no chorus as a unifying element or bridge for that matter. Rather, a succession of verses ending with the same refrain or tagline, which we also just heard parenthetically in arms disguised as legs. Mm -hmm. I continue. Early songs employing this structure are the times they are a changing or blowing in the wind. On the album Blood on the Tracks, the songs which fall into this category include Simple Twist of Fate, Shelter from the Storm, and Tangled Up in Blue. Now, with regard to tuning, several of the songs on Blood on the Tracks utilize an open E tuning, which has a particular sound of its own, especially on acoustic guitar. There are certain chord shapes and open strings contributing to the harmonic quality, and certain melodic movements are idiomatic to this tuning. We use this tuning End quote. (laughs) Actually, the quote continues. I'm just going to say it. Lyrics. Wait a minute. Let me do the air quotes just so we know. Okay. We're air quoting. Okay. Lyrics. The song on the original album, Blood on the Tracks, were primarily informed by the breakup of Dylan's marriage. Our song in its seven verses, a la Tangled Up in Blue, covers panoramically the beginning, middle, and end of a love affair. Dylan employed a free sense of time and place in such songs as Tangle Up in Blue, Idiot Wind, and others. We self-consciously had our characters show up around the globe and allowed each verse to stand in its own time and place without explanation or linkage, i.e. time and place are everywhere, but chronology and cause-slash-effect are absent. The rhyme scheme is a simple A-A-B-B, with an internal rhyme setting up the CC refrain. That's riveting radio. Uh, Excuse me, I'm just going to fluff my pillow over here. (laughs) Okay. What makes this Dylan-esque both in general and specifically to the album Blood on the Tracks is the flexibility regarding the number of syllables in each line, which take the singer to the rhyme. There are often, from a conventional perspective, too many, and on occasion too few syllables in an isolated line, so 
so the singer must phrase his way through the material to affect an interesting rendering. Also Dylan-esque are the random deployment of internal rhymes which stand outside the overall poetic structure. That was riveting. I think you won't get sued just because the lawyer didn't want to read that. <laughs> Although he is a lawyer, they are lawyers, right. so I guess that there was, was probably, probably short. Slapping their knee. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Andy, the audience will notice that you guys are not imitating Dylan's singing voice. Why not? When we tried that, Renee. We felt exactly like all those stand-up comedians that we hated so much when they did it. Uh, when we opened up this segment, we talked about loving parody and ridiculing parody. And for this final song on the album, we decided to sing it in our own voices as a glance behind the curtain. So this is me, Dave Takaji, and Russell Weiner singing the song that Bob Dylan was too lazy to write called blood on the tracks she was waiting at the intersection for her life to change By accident or detonation Or something strange I was quick to react I was slow to think With my elbow out the window I said, buy me a drink We left others to sift through the facts And the blood on the tracks Washed upon the blue Nile Just outside of Khartoum She smiled at me and said I haven't seen you since the womb No injury I suffered when unhealed by her touch Or maybe all those cuts and scars Just stopped mattering so much after that, there can be no second act, just blood on tracks. She had the shoulders of a farm girl hauling water from a well. With her almond eyes of cold steel and war stories she'll never tell She made a journey across the black fog of the Mekong Just to stay alive but never to stay long Her head upon my chest She said, baby, relax It's just blood on the tracks I'm walking down the tracks alone Just waiting on a train 
In the softness of a saxophone I hear that lonesome strain She'd grown weary of her lover But she hadn't told me yet She was shopping for another To lay a bigger, better bed And accidentally stepping on the cracks I noticed blood on the tracks In the bicycle casino She was looking for an easy mark Walking like a courtesan Circling like a shark Man, she would double down When no one else had the guts Were you counting cards, babe Or was it just your luck? I busted and I knew the deck was stacked Next to the blood on the tracks She took a lover with the same name As someone who once was famous Close enough for me, she said His money will maintain us We used to be the figures that the artist couldn't paint We used to be the sculptor's clay before it took its shape Now we're patrons among the artifacts Of our blood on the tracks Sometimes I dream about my mother And I forget she's not alive I put together what I know And in that moment she survives Come morning I realize I'm chasing memories Memories truer than the world in front of me I've learned the things you can't bring back Wretched blood on the tracks The things you can't bring back Wretched blood on the tracks Yeah, the things you can't bring back Wretched blood on the tracks That was Blood on the Tracks by the title trackers, Dave Takaji, Russell Weiner, and my music partner, Andy Hill. This concludes our episode on Dylan-esque songwriting, homage and parody. 
Speaking of Andy, he and I are the producers of Dylan Fest, which is held every May in the Los Angeles area. In addition to our love for Bob Dylan, we have 15 CDs, including nine CDs of our original songs. You can buy our music and find out where we're playing at our website, which is www.andyandrenee.com. If you're in the L.A. area, we perform every Friday night at Ports of Call Restaurant in San Pedro. We'll see you next time on Talkin' Bob Dylan. Bye, everybody. <laughs>